0: All right. Here we go.
1: Hello, Robcast peoples.
0: One more Robcast it's for the year. The
1: last Robcast of the year.
0: Of 2020.
1: We made we made it <laughs> to this point.
0: I love how many. I'm looking at the list of Robcasts. How many that you um that we did together.
1: Right. We had this crazy idea that I should join you. And then it just kind of got
0: it kept going. its own
1: momentum.
0: So when I was thinking, I should, you know, let's do one more. How would it not be Bob and Kitty? Right. <laughs> Back again.
1: The end of the year with Bob and Kitty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't have much to say. You know, I have that bucket that by the end of the year, it's just empty. That's true. I have this, I have a long-standing pattern where there's a point at which it's some sort of thing within me is like, hey, Rob Bell, it's time, to start talk. it's time to stop talking. And then I just know in the new year, if I stop talking, then in the new year, not like to you and the kids, but just <laughs> right. doing whatever it is that I do in the world, I just have to stop.
1: Right, coming with a, up with ideas and then communicating them.
0: Yeah, just walk away. Just set it down and walk away, and then I'll come back when, when it's time. But what's
1: really great about you experiencing this over and over as a pattern mm-hmm. is that you don't beat yourself up over it, which I, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I think for a lot of people, whatever they're engaged in, because I know from my own experience, when I encounter that like block, yeah, where there's just nothing there because right. I'm empty, right, yeah. um, or like it's just not the right season, it's not the right timing, um. I'm still kind of new at that like Ah, uh, right, right. And so right, right. my first reaction is oh no there's something wrong with me. I need to do something differently. I need to frame this differently. I need to get in the right state of mind. I continue to have this like doing. I need to I need to like force it to be different instead of just an acceptance.
0: Absolutely. It's it's astonishing to me how many people in the sessions that I did since the pandemic started. How many people would be like, I'm, I'm stuck cause I just, I'm like, I have nothing in the tank. Like I have no ideas, I don't know what. And then I would just ask a couple of questions. It's like, how long have you been doing this? 13 years without a break? You know what I mean? Or literally people with podcasts who were like, I just don't have any ideas. How long have you been doing this? Six years? How many episodes a year? One a week? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like basic rhythm of creation. You make, you go, you do, you act, and then you don't. It's like built into the whole, inhale, exhale. It's built into everything all around us all the time. Yeah,
1: there's something really deep within us that we feel like we have the power to push through that.
0: Oh, right, right, right. right.
1: But then I think there are always consequences for pushing. (sighs) Um, Which brings us back to like seasons... And yeah. I, was, I was thinking that today is December 21st, uh, winter solstice, which is very interesting from a season perspective because it's a, it's a day of transition. It's the shortest day of sunlight, uh, the longest day of darkness. But after today, we move into the days being lighter and lighter
0: like turns this corner and then begins this ever so gradual increase
1: right so today is a day of transition and I think it's good to reflect on that like what does that mean and even the symbolism of darkness and light um it it can mean so many different things but you can apply it to creative projects like, it only makes sense that there are times when you have things to give and there's times that you receive.
0: Yeah. Darker, 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 turns the corner, lighter, 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 lighter. Like these two, I don't even dance partners.
1: Yeah, when we lived in Michigan, this day was always really important to me because I had a hard time getting through the winters. Yeah. Um, Just, I don't know if it was seasonal affective issues, but um, the amount of darkness was hard for me. And so this was a day that I celebrated because now every day things get a little lighter. And it feels really appropriate too thinking about This past year and everything that's happened Mm -hmm. and the heaviness, the suffering, the darkness, the confusion, um, the the disorientation, all of it. um, There's been a lot of darkness this year. And it would be wonderful if from this day forward, every day gets a little lighter.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, all sorts of traditions uh, sync themselves up to this movement within creation and the Christmas story about light right, and an increase of light and uh, the hope and longing and desire that are like baked into the human experience.
1: Right. In the darkness. Yeah. God comes in human form i mean that's
0: the ancient story way of putting it <laughs> <laughs> right and yet it has a it has like a a metaphorical mythological power to us as humans
1: well even if you think about that symbol of a of a baby coming as as hope like that's that's a pattern of our lives as well like where is the baby in whatever situation we're in.
0: Yeah. Um, it's so great. It's like your version of a Christmas sermon. It's so good. <laughs> Where is the baby?
1: Give me the baby.
0: <laughs> that You could do like a whole thing with a nativity scene, but the baby's missing. You know what I mean? Where is the baby?
1: Right. But I mean the, <laughs> the baby as a, like a symbol of hope.
0: Yes. Right. In,
1: in, in all dark situations, um, we're waiting. Yeah. We're waiting for that that ray of light that little um, yeah dose of hope
0: even for you and I just talking before we hit record that like the lockdown right now in Los Angeles is as severe as it has been this entire year the rates are higher
1: right we're in our worst it's like how state did this ever <laughs>
0: how did we get this at this moment it's at its worst just makes your head like hurt
1: right especially because our kids never went back to school yeah. like it's just been it's been hard all the way through and I know different parts of the country have had different levels of restrictions but for us here it's been very restrictive the whole time so now to have things the worst they've ever been it's just like wow
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I like the way you said that.
1: You mean the wow part? Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It it, it actually, that actually, uh, summarizes when I was thinking, I'm going to do one more episode. I was thinking I should do an episode where I just say every single thing that everybody's thought about 2020. be like, yep, that then name another. Wow. Yep. That anger, frustration, uh, anxiety, uh, joy in the simple things. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yep, that was there. Yes, all these things sitting side by side.
1: Right. Well, just earlier we were talking a little bit about how being honest about the difficulty, it facilitates, um, well, joining this with the idea of a time of transition, like being honest about the difficulty and the difficult emotions and the struggle has a way of propelling us forward. It, it helps us in our transitions. Like it's like the it's like the energy that helps us get to the other side of something. I don't know if that's making sense. So you jump yeah. in and
0: yeah. Well, I noticed um, you have a notebook. Which... I always
1: have a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> But interestingly enough, I started writing out kind of an outline for today, this morning, but this day has just been one interruption after another. And so my notes are only probably halfway done, Um, which doesn't really mean anything. It just, it's just kind of a, that's just how this day has gone. That's how this
0: day has gone. A day in which we're going to record an episode about the interruptions and disruptions and strangeness of this year is a day in which you have an outline that has like big gaps in it.
1: Right. So I'm just making an excuse because you're, I feel like you're setting me up for like, oh, you have some good content there. Well, can and I to like, talk about, well, kind of.
0: Can we talk about bowing? Yeah. Because that, that bit you told me about, I loved.
1: Right. Well, we were. We were reflecting back on some of the episodes that we did this year, and I was thinking about some of the things that stood out to me. And the, I feel like the practice that I engaged with that has meant the most to me and has helped me the most during this period of time is something that I found in a Zen Buddhist book called Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind by Suzuki. A classic that um, is just full of wisdom. But one of the things I encountered in there was the practice of bowing. And that has helped me more than anything during this time. And the practice is that we bow to everything. So when when something is difficult, a situation, a person, um, when there's something I don't understand... I acknowledge that that thing is my teacher. I bow to it. Um, And I feel like bowing does two main things for me. And the, the first one is acceptance. It helps me accept things instead of fighting against them. It helps me remember that I don't have all the answers, that there may be possibilities I don't see. That there may be something going on here that I don't understand. And so it just, it softens. Like when I encounter something that I don't like, I can feel my body tense. Uh,
0: uh, or or uh, like there's that old phrase stiff necked or, or shoulders. Like you um, stiffen up and become inflexible as opposed to the bow, which is uh, like a limber posture of moving towards or looseness
1: right for me it's a softening um because i tend to think well because i like to have a sense of control because that relieves anxiety i tend to think that i know what's best but when i bow i'm softening around all of that and saying I don't know what's best, and I trust in the flow, in in the universe, in God, whatever language you want to put, higher power. It's a it's a it's a posture of um, it's a posture of trusting, which actually then leads me to the second thing that I feel like this practice helps me with, which is humility, and humility surprisingly enough actually feels really good like it doesn't at first sound like <laughs> it's something that you want but it actually feels really good to be humble because it takes you out of the driver's yeah,
0: seat which is exhausting
1: right it takes you out of the driver's seat and it it's almost like it opens your eyes wider like when you feel like you have to be in control your vision narrows and when you can bow and be humble and accept that maybe there's something you don't know here or don't understand here, it's like your peripheral vision just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, it opens things up instead of narrowing things down. Yeah. And I also have I found that. that humility helps us have grace towards ourselves. Because it's remembering that we don't always have to have it all together. Well, how did you think this would
0: go? Right. (laughs) Did you think you would nail this right out of the gate?
1: Right. We have such high expectations for ourselves. Like like most people I know, the bar is very high for what they want to accomplish.
0: Absurdly high.
1: Who they want to be in the world. Um, How
0: many things they're supposed to know how to do and get right right away.
1: Right. How they're supposed to look how they're supposed to, like, stop aging. Like, I mean, you just yeah, right. it's the whole gamut. We have such high standards for ourselves. What kind of parent we're supposed to be, what kind of child we're supposed to be to our parents, what kind of friend we're supposed to be. We have such high standards. And when you can bow and remember to be humble, it, like, releases you from those standards. It's actually... I see it as a form of grace to ourselves. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Because this is you your first time to being all together.
0: Kristen. This is my first time being robbed. This is our first time together doing this life.
1: Right. And I've noticed you have approached this from a different, it's the same spirit, but a different angle. When you talk about being a student. Yeah. You've, all, you've talked for a long time about being a student. And having curiosity, because that's another way of softening. Yeah. When you do something and you don't get it right, um, I've noticed your the way you soften towards it is you say, "Oh, I learned something."
0: Oh, look, <laughs> a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting to me how because uh, in our we put those chairs in the front yard so that throughout this year people could come over and we could at least sit in a circle in the front yard and talk. But how people would come through that gate off the sidewalk and I would be like on this, in the front yard, but like not right at the gate and would um, corona bows. And I noticed how many people that I've run into here and there where you don't hug or handshake anymore, but people do this. And it, it struck me how many people when I would say, corona bows would say corona bows like they had they had come to that as well right you know what I mean right weird the, the, I, and I just wonder if we won't I
1: would love it if that would catch on
0: <laughs> and that like we, we would we start bow, bow
1: to, bowing to each other and
0: what strikes me is how many people I have it's like a, it's like you're smiling you're like winking like corona bows as you stand six feet apart and greet them or um, somebody I saw on the sidewalk yesterday Um, but then you like, it does open and soften you to the other person in some very profound way.
1: Oh, it's very profound because you start approaching people like, I'm expecting that I have something to learn from you here instead of being caught up in our own heads about, how we're appearing to them, if we sound smart, yeah. if they like us, you know, all those head games that we play, if we can start with the intention of there's something here for me to discover, it's such a better way to interact.
0: And you think about Western culture, which was so um, dominant and expanding and conquering and we meet Grab hands, hug, like, just go for it.
1: Right, and it's all about the firm handshake,
0: <laughs> which you've always been like. What? Um, like,
1: how firm can your handshake be? <laughs> like, it's such an expression of yes. the values of our culture. Right. Is right. I am going to show you how strong I am.
0: Right, right. And you, then
1: you're going to show me how smart you are, and we're going to have this like dog, dog butt, butt sniffing smelling, circle. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to like posture for each other.
0: But you and I have talked about this. People come over and we Corona bow in the front yard and everybody sits down. And it's like, it's such a subtle, like you could skip right over it or, okay, we're all coming to each other in a different sort of space. And we're approaching each other slightly different. And it does, like how many nights people came over, we had those lights strung in that tree. We talked. And then they left, and it, we were like, that was great. There was a purity and simplicity to that that was amazing.
1: Yeah, it's one of the surprising gifts of this time is the things that – there are things in this time that have lost some value, and then there are things that have gained value. And the things that have gained value are the like connecting – with other humans like real connection not like standing around at a party with a drink in your hand and listening to loud music and barely being able to have a conversation yeah but but connection has become so valuable and so then you kind of have you're able because of all the restrictions to peel away all the things that maybe in the past got in the way of connection but you didn't realize that. Yeah. So that's, that's some stuff on, on bowing. It's, um, I've noticed for myself the times that I have felt like I've gotten stuck in a negative emotion, um, anger, despair, um, frustration, sadness. Sometimes it's a matter of, you just need to be honest about it and let it pass through your body. But other times I've found that if I can soften by bowing to it, it really does shift. There's a there's a shifting that happens, um, and I understand now why in Zen Buddhism they call it a practice, and they say like you should bow in your very last breath. You should be still be bowing. <laughs> That's how important they take this practice and I I get that because it's um it, it's endless like it the the invitation is endless to what we can open our minds to. There's also a concept they talk about um, beginner's mind, which is also called big mind. And I love it when you talk about this. Um. Yeah, you were laughing at me earlier cuz I had to get the quote right. But
0: Yeah, yeah, if you read that part it's great.
1: Um This is this a is quote this is a quote mind. from the book. In the beginner's mind there are many possibilities, but in the expert's there are few.
0: Suzuki, a classic. But and he never wrote, this was just his teachings that his students wrote down which i think makes it even more powerful
1: right i think they were taken from his talks right but he that's so badass. he came from japan and this book has become a classic like it's studied everywhere like i actually came across this in my psychology master's program
0: zen mind beginner's mind suzuki
1: i first studied this this book in a um academic setting
0: (laughs) okay so which turned out to be like a whole a whole new path now do we do it again about the expert? Because I remember the first time reading that, loving it.
1: Yeah, in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities, but in the experts, there are few. So, what happens when you bow to a person or a situation or something that feels like a problem is you, it's like you soften to the expert in you and you allow. The beginner the beginner's mind to take the the front seat you allow the possibility that there are other possibilities than what oh, you've thought about
0: i love that see i think as people say goodbye to 2020 And you're going to have all those 2020 jokes about there's never been a year I'm more happy to see go away. All that stuff.
1: And we're all ready for a new beginning.
0: And everybody's desperate for a new beginning. And then you have politicians live broadcasting them taking the vaccine. So you have like these first, hey, this thing might actually be over sometime, maybe towards the end of 21 or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) There is... That instinct to just reclaim what was lost. Very expert. Like, just just get back on the horse. Where were we going before this whole thing happened? Right. And even what you and I were talking about earlier today about next year, bowing to next year. Like, obviously, my calendar is completely wide open. Um. I'm going to cook up next year next year because that's the only way it works at some level is, um, we, we,
1: well, this is yeah, really you,
0: helping me with bowing to, bowing to Well, what you're doing
1: by saying, I don't know yet what's going to happen next year is you're, you're, you're letting go of the patterns, the ways, the ways you've done it before you're, you're letting go of the expert, Right. An opening to beginner's mind, like I'm going to start fresh.
0: Let's. I'm going see to dream it all up where again. This one wants to I'm going
1: to feel into what. What's the next step?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see, the disruptive nature of 2020 and the galvanizing, invigorating 21. We can start again, but it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, build in a little bow there. Because you you can go back to what you're doing. That's fine. That's fine. Just 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 step get right back in where you left off. Well, and unless I mean, there's some new entirely new playing field or possible. What do you say the possibility of pos- new possibilities?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm even going to say there's a bowing to 2020. Yeah. Because I think if we rush to just be past it. Like I'm just waiting for it to be passed. What are the gifts that you're missing in the desert?
0: Yeah, I knew, I knew. By the way, I knew you were gonna say that as I was talking about bowing to 2021. I was like, oh, there's a bowing to 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go too soon or 21. <laughs> Slow down. Right,
1: now we're not in 2021 Slow yet. Slow down. We got it. we how many more days do we have in this month to uh, bow whatever, to
0: 2020? Nine, nine-ish, 10-ish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. But it
1: is it is an important lesson to let sink in, is that I have a a, a teacher that I do this somatic stretch with and um she was talking about how it's like water. If you if you think about this year like water, we got a lot of restrictions. And when water gets restricted, it eventually finds new pathways through. And I love I love that image because this year has been full of restrictions. Yeah. But we we don't want to miss all the new little pathways that the water found its way through.
0: <sighs> See, that's just great. That is just great.
1: Well, I was thinking about um this concept of transitions and how every day from here on out gets a little bit lighter. And one of the things that Suzuki talks about in this bowing chapter is that the progress we make is always little by little. And I'll just, I'll just read this section because he says it so much better than me. So he's talking about bowing and he says, After you've practiced for a while, you will realize that it's not possible to make rapid, extraordinary progress. Even though you try very hard, the progress you make is always little by little. It's not like going out into a shower in which you know when you get wet. In a fog, you do not know you're getting wet, but as you keep walking, you get wet little by little. Your mind has ideas of progress. You may say, oh, this pace is terrible, but actually it is not. When you get wet in a fog, it is very difficult to dry yourself, so there is no need to worry about progress. And I was thinking about...
0: There is no need.
1: There is no need to worry about progress. Yeah. And I was thinking about that in relation to 2020, how we've all experienced these things that we never thought we would ever experience. And it's kind of like walking through a fog. We've been transformed by it, but we don't necessarily even know how. Until we get to the other side. Um, Because it's like walking through a fog. We get wet little by little. And so if you allow the process. If you allow what's happening. it's, It's that softening I was talking about before. There's like a softening to even the difficult things. Because... In our expert mind, we think about, but what happened? Like, what can we put on
0: paper? What lessons can I take away?
1: Right. Right. What got produced during this time? Yeah. But I think we've all been changed. Yeah. We've all been changed. And you and I were talking about that before this episode, just a little bit about the, the different ideas of um, even how you think about time.
0: Yeah, And that
1: was something we visited in an earlier episode. Um,
0: episode, here it is, 274, A Bit About Time, which was probably April-ish, May, <laughs> way back then, that, that we now know that time isn't what we think it was. That essentially people lived and thought the Earth was flat, and then learned that the earth is round. But in regards to time, we are currently, most people, their view of time is basically a flat is the equivalent of like viewing believing the earth is flat. that time, it's a persistent illusion that past, present, and future can only every memory you've ever had has only existed in the present moment. You cannot right now have a memory that's not coming to you in this moment. And any thought you'd ever have about the future, you can only have right now. And when you get to the future, you will not call it the future, you will call it now. So now is actually the only thing that's ever has been. And that you can see with 2020, the way it messed with people's senses of time.
1: Right. How often have we asked that question? What is this? Right,
0: right, right, right. right. And, And the moment mind can't make ironclad plans about November in August. It throws into question, what is the coming November? Or what was three months ago? What is
1: progress? What (laughs) is time? What is a life? Yes. Like all the biggest questions get asked.
0: All the people I told you about that I did sessions with who were putting something off, like someday I will do that thing. Someday I'll stop doing this job I hate. Someday I'll actually get around to that thing, which is the thing that really lights me up. And how many people in 2020, like, I'm just gonna do that now. Right. Well, now is the only time you can ever do anything. Um, I
1: I have noticed that, that for (laughs) some people, all this disruption has made them more willing to jump, to take a leap, to make a change that maybe they had been kind of thinking about, but there's something about this time where everything has gotten thrown up into the air, right, right. that it's like, I might as well move to Ireland. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> right, because the, the mind has to conceptualize of space-time in order to, as they say, modulate infinite consciousness as it unfolds in unlimited potential. But um, you can see how many people the strain of this experience and trying to comprehend it, pushed them past the dominance of the mind and the egoic structures, which often undergird the mind, which are control, dominance, make it conform to my identity structure.
1: Everything must make sense.
0: Yes. (laughs) And you can see what happens when that gets blasted to pieces is you're left with heart, with soul, with spirit, which only knows this moment and the new creation just waiting to burst forth right here, right now. That's all it knows. And so just watching how many people go, what is happening to my thing about time? Even the number of people who started working from home and realized, oh, what I thought about an eight-hour work, whatever the, what hour units of work equal pay, even those concepts got blasted to shreds because they were like, I'm getting way more done. I'm getting less, just all of the ways that the modern structure Attached itself to a sense of identity, efficiency. Your worth comes from how many bricks you make. I leave this building and go to that building. You know what I mean? I get right. those things done and come back. For so many people, all that, and even kids, and oh my God, are they going to get behind in fourth grade? Is this home? Is this school from home going to, are they not going to get into a good college? Like all that is just ridiculous at one level. There is a level at which that is utterly absurd. And you saw people just having to extend grace and learn to be here now, giving ourselves all sorts of grace. We're all going to, we'll be okay. You know what I mean? Take a deep breath. Right. Which is, oh, uh, yeah, which going back, yeah.
1: going back to the idea of bowing, it's like bowing to the present moment because after your mind has done all those gymnastics, that's what you come back to. This is all I have. Right. I don't know how this is going to affect my child. I don't know. Right. There's so many things I don't know. And so coming back to the present moment, there's an acceptance of not knowing, but also a trust there's, a, yes. there's an element of trust there. Like, yeah. I've been supported so far. I trust that I will continue to be supported.
0: I love it how you... Oh, that... See, the bow that you brought in just right there? That was really strong. Oh, thanks. That's a strong move.
1: Oh, thanks. <laughs> I was
0: just admiring that. <laughs> I was like admiring that from afar, and then I was like, oh, wait, we're recording. <laughs> yeah... Yeah, so we bow to 2020. Yeah, bow to 2021 in humility. Yeah, that's good.
1: And may, and may the fog.
0: Oh, you're gonna <laughs> <The, laughs> you
1: I was like, can I can I do a benediction? I don't know.
0: Uh, <laughs> may the grace and peace and fog <laughs> be with you in the fog
1: be with you. But f- this is fog in a positive sense. I like know. it's the right. fog of transition, like trusting in the fog of being supported and guided and gradually changing um and again it come what comes back to me is the idea that every day gets a little lighter like that to me, holds hands with the fog. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's a truth there that um, a lot is happening that's out of our control. A lot is happening that if we can relax into the flow, yeah, we're carried along.
0: See, that's what I wanted this episode to feel like right there. That's so great. Because I was like, I don't have an episode of like, and then, and like, I was like, I want the episode to feel like this moment feels at the end of the year. And then you did it right there.
1: Mm.
0: You did it right there. We should call it Light Fog Bow.
1: (laughs) In whatever order you choose. (laughs) Take
0: your pick. I know we,
1: we, we gave a lot of metaphors. So like.
0: That's, I've always thought just, just keep throwing metaphors at the audience.
1: Right. There's going to be one that sticks.
0: One of them that sticks. Hopefully. (laughs) Yes. Just toss the metaphors that didn't help into the aisle. The ushers will pick them up afterwards. (laughs) Put whatever one's helped in your pockets and take them home.
1: Right. (laughs) There'll be a voting later.
0: Well, I loved looking at this list how many of the robcasts that we did together. That was literally one of the highlights of the year for me was how often well you and I did it's these. It's very
1: interesting that this is one of the things that came out of the chaos. Is yeah. we had like a oh, might as well. Right. Might as well try to say some things that we think might be helpful. Right.
0: And <laughs> and like you're you're one of my like your main teachers. I don't know how to say that it doesn't sound But you know what I mean. You bow to me. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So there are so many times this year when we were recording this and I was listening to you talking like, oh, good. Finally, people can hear her. This is this is how it should be. So that's like, there you go. Just the best. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. She's dropping that on them. Beautiful. Good.
1: Well, I, yeah, I, I, I. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because this has been fun. We don't know what will happen in twenty twenty one, but.
0: But for twenty twenty, it's Bob and Kitty. We're sending you solstice, Christmas. Where is the baby? <laughs> Fog, light, and bowing, grace and peace.
1: Lots of grace and peace.